0: Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to Anti-Bullying 101. This podcast is designed to create awareness about the bullying epidemic and provide teachers, administrators, parents, and even students information about the dangers of bullying and why we have to take a comprehensive approach when dealing with the problem. My name is Jim Burns. I'm your host. I'm a retired high school administrator with over 40 years of experience in education Currently, I'm a college instructor, and I've designed the Bullyproof Classroom, a graduate course that provides my students with permanent help, not temporary relief, as they battle the bullying epidemic. Enjoyed the podcast, everybody. Anti-Bullying 101 is brought to you by BARC. Technology that keeps your kids safer online and in real life. You wouldn't give your kid a bike without a helmet and you wouldn't let them drive a car without wearing a seatbelt. So don't give them a smartphone, tablet, or laptop without the number one safety solution on the market. Bark. Bark monitors over 30 social media platforms including YouTube, text messages, Email accounts, browser history, and more. That's four times more than any other child monitoring app. And Bark alerts you via text and email when your child has encountered problematic content. You'll get automatic alerts to signs of cyberbullying, depression, online predators, adult content, and more, along with the best recommended next steps for how to address. Trusted by over 1,900 school districts nationwide, Bark is absolutely free for schools and $9 per family per month. So use the tech solution created by parents for parents and that keeps close to 5 million kids safer online. Visit www.bark.us now to start your free trial and see why parents and caregivers across the nation now have more peace of mind while letting their kids become responsible digital natives. That's www.bark, like a dog barks when a stranger approaches your house, .us. One more time, that's www.bark.us. Now, back to the show. Hi again, everybody, and welcome back to Anti-Bullying 101. My name is Jim Burns, and I'm here with you today to have a discussion about some of the frustrations, the fears, and the anxiety that are associated with COVID-19 or the coronavirus. Look, in my last and final episode of The New Three R's. I covered with you a piece that was called Renewal, or Sharpening the Saw, or Just Taking Plain Good Care of Yourself. And as you remember, if you listened, I spoke with you about us, adults, parents, spouses, taking care of the goose that lays the golden egg. If the goose isn't taken care of, there are no more golden eggs. There is no more salary. You may be bedridden. You may be sick. There's a lot of things that can happen when you don't care for yourself. And in this instance, there's so much that we don't know that it can become very easy to be filled with stress and anxiety because of our lack of knowledge about the coronavirus. And it's very difficult to keep from becoming overwhelmed. And we're in a, a place right now where we have to adjust. We have to make sure that If we don't have to go out, don't go out. In looking at this coronavirus, there have been many deaths, there's no question about it. And they're trying to stop social uh, contact so they reduce time that stores are open, they've closed the schools, my daughter is being homeschooled with Google uh, Classroom right now. And all of this puts a lo- puts, may put large families in the house with each other for long periods of time. And that alone can cause stress. It's something that is going on. I lived through the, um, the polio epidemic years ago when everyone had to take a sugar cube as a vaccine to prevent us from getting polio. I lived through SARS. I lived through MRSA. You know, I had the measles. I had the chickenpox. They all claimed those were great for boosting a child's immune system, but they never considered the the effects of those childhood diseases down the road when you became an adult because sometimes these viruses lay dormant and can affect you as you get older. We know that the um, the older population is affected. We know that people who have compromised immune systems and who have other problems like emphysema, heart disease, or respiratory problems, they're affected. And they, if they do get uh, the coronavirus, the results can be devastating. But the healthy American, the person who looks to take care of the goose, will live through this. And we'll live through all of the stress that's been created by it. Everyone is affected. Wall Street's affected. They just pushed back, if you haven't heard, the uh, date for filing your income tax to July 15th. There are stores that are closed. You can't go into a restaurant and sit down and eat. The things that have been part of your lifestyle over the course of your lifetime have now been reduced or taken away. And that causes stress. Now, what is the fear that we have? We, we have tremendous stress. It produces an inordinate amount of anxiety And we worry, we worry. Worrying is basically assuming a responsibility we were never intended to have. Worrying is trying to control the uncontrollable. We don't have the ability to control this right now and we're reliant on the Center for Disease Control, the World Health Organization, scientists, doctors, and yes, even the government to help come up with a vaccine that will help stop people from contracting the virus. And don't kid yourself, once they get a vaccine, there's a good chance that the number of people that get inoculated, they could run out. Because you'll see lines at Walmart, CVS, They'll be giving it away for free. They'll probably give it to the elderly and the sickly first. You know, there are things that will happen even when they develop the vaccine. And the fear that we have of the unknown, in other words, when will this be over? We have enough trouble in our own lives, enough difficulty... And we don't need to add one more thing to it. I am a college instructor. My course is face-to-face no longer, not right now. I can teach online. And I learned to adapt to the online program years ago because it was something that I thought was coming and we were going to be doing most of our stuff online. For years. My daughter said to me. You've been preparing for this for 30 years. i It's more like 40 years. I have taken supplements. I have always taken pretty good care of myself. I do some exercise. I make sure that I wash my hands. I always did that. Uh, I make sure that. You know, if I do get something that can't, that I can't take care of myself, I make sure that I visit the doctor. You see, there are things that proactively you can work on through a healthy lifestyle. You can build your immune system through supplementation, good eating, exercise, and rest. And if you do that as part of your life, it becomes second nature right now to be able to do it. But, genetically, I have high blood pressure. I visit a cardiologist. I know that I have to have my prostate examined once a year and take a blood test. I know that I have to have colonoscopies. I take care of that. I watch what's in my genetics And be sure that I take care of the things that killed my father, my sister, my grandfather. And those were strokes and heart attacks. So if you are smart enough, you will begin to do those things. To take care of the goose, you. And that goes, the list is supplementation when you can, good sleep, good eating, some exercise. They will all help boost your immune system. I'm not a doctor, I can only tell you what I've done and what's worked for me. The panic that we have had since this outbreak has been something that I've never seen and that run on toilet paper was something i couldn't figure out i mean people are leaving stores with between 36 and 72 rolls of toilet paper you can't eat toilet paper and if we're ever in a position where we where we are basically homebound okay you have to stock up on food and nutrition and you have to have some type of program in place where you can help relieve the stress you know and you have to be sure that you communicate to your kids i mean it, and they have told me that new york is like a ghost town right now where i live in new jersey there is no traffic on the road stores are you know, minimally open for only a short period of time. You can't get into a restaurant, you have to do takeout. There are things that are going on that I've never seen. Now I was very young when we had the polio scare and we had and I had gotten me I didn't realize what measles could do to you. I just got them. Chicken pox I just got. By the time I was old enough, they had a mom's vaccine, so I didn't get that. I've had the flu, I've had things go wrong with me, and sometimes when you have a condition, or you have a, the flu or a cold, it does help boost your immune system. They're concerned right now about this thing being so contagious that you only have to be within six feet of someone if they sneeze and a droplet could get into the air that you could inhale. That's what they're panicking about. Where people are getting this and spreading it. So the coronavirus is real. We don't have control of it at all. But we can control our sleep, our eating, our supplementation, and our exercise. That's the physical dimension that was spoken about. When I talked to you in our last podcast, then you have the emotional dimension, which is a little bit different because the worry and the anxiety that come from this are incredible. And I want us to understand that living in the house with children, they will own your panic. They'll own your stress. And it's important to stay calm. It's important to emotionally care for yourself. And if you feel anxiety, you deal with it. You need people to talk to, people to communicate with, that you can share your fears with. It's necessary. But if you're in the home and you're panic stricken and your children see it, they will wear and they will own your anxiety. So we want to make sure that we have ways of dealing with that. Have a conversation with someone, talk to somebody about it, and do what you can to practice some thought control because what you think you will say and if you start speaking doom and gloom in your house your kids are going to own it and they're going to get panic stricken honesty is the best policy and they need you need to have real conversations with your kids so that's the emotional dimension reach out to others via the phone, emails, text messaging, whatever it is to help people overcome it if in fact okay, you have that capacity. Now we have the mental dimension and you know, quite frankly, it's not it's not hard to get really caught up In all of the news and the reading and what's online and Google and so on, and you could literally drive yourself crazy. And lots of times, lots of times, what you hear isn't necessarily the truth. If you uh, have ever read a short tip that I gave, it's called CNN, Fox, and MSNBC. That's not the news. The news carries the facts. That Fox, MB, MSNBC, and CNN carry commentary and opinion. So when you're listening to them, sometimes you're getting some backyard psychology that you don't need. With the mental dimension, you want to stay away from social media, and up-to-the-minute news. You don't need to hear what's going on. If something happens, you'll know it. If a vaccine gets miraculously discovered, and we're on the downhill slide of the whole thing, you'll know it but you don't need to stay up to date minute by minute. You will drive yourself crazy doing it if in fact this um, situation is creating anxiety and worry for you. So please use your head. You need to know the facts. You need to know the facts. And the facts don't change minute to minute unless there's a huge discovery that comes up. We all know about the deadliness of the thing. We all know how you can catch it. What we're waiting to hear from someone is how do we deal with it? The next thing that you want to do in terms of this mental dimension is within your thoughts... Remind yourself that there are plenty of reasons not to worry. There's plenty of reasons not to worry. If you're home and you're safe and you're alive, you don't have to worry about it. If you don't have it, you don't have to worry. And if you're in good health and you get it, staying in a room... Quarantining yourself, staying in bed, getting better, from what I understand, you can overcome it in 10 days if you're a healthy individual. Because most of the people that have died had other issues. So try to remind yourself that worry. Doesn't add one extra minute to your life. It only subtracts time from your life. So do yourself a favor. And find ways to relax. Right now, I'm renovating my house. I'm not renovating. I'm putting in some floors. I'm doing some painting. I'm home. And I'm doing these things it takes my mind off of things you know whether and i'm you know i'm doing some painting it occupies my mind i listen to music i'm doing this podcast i'm i'm doing exercise with some equipment that i have in the cellar and yes i get out and take a walk in the fresh air they recommend that But the bottom line is, you have to occupy your mind with something relaxing. You can't put yourself in a position where you're thinking about this all the time. So do that for yourself. Find something to do. It might be that book you're thinking about writing, or the essays you're thinking about writing, or you might want to discover yoga, Or you might want to discover how to play an instrument, do something if you're trapped at home because either your business or your job or whatever the case may be is shut down. And if you live alone, call a friend. You live in a tech world, you can Skype, you can message, you can do a lot of things. There's plenty of things you can do. And if you happen to be one of the people that suffers from tremendous anxiety without the coronavirus, get some help. And I mean professional help. Find someone that you can talk to that will professionally guide you and give you some direction ...about how to calm yourself down because the anxious feeling doesn't add time to your life either. Now the last thing that goes along with getting help. The spiritual dimension. I have known my entire life... ...that there's something bigger, better, greater... ...in this world... that can solve problems a whole lot better than I can. Yes, I believe in God. And the question is, do you and do you honestly think that there's anything too big for God? Do you read and pray daily? And do you appreciate nature, and meditation, and the things that can help bring you closer to God. Because when stuff like this happens, it seems like we all believe in God, and we all reach out, and we all pray more, and we all hope more, and our faith gets challenged at times But the bottom line is, if you have faith, you know that God is going to take care of this problem. And God is going to see to it that his people don't succumb to any type of virus, disease or illness unless he believes that it's time for you to be called home. God will care for you. God will take care of you. God is there for you. God loves you. And God is going to solve this problem. Mark my word. The miracles that occurred many years ago in biblical times don't happen anymore. God doesn't do it that way anymore but he has created doctors. He's created and helped people become scientists and people become strong in the medical field, researchers, to help discover ways to solve medical issues. And if you think I'm kidding, just look at the difference in our lifespan Over the course of the last 40 years. People are living now into their 80s. Because they are cared for. By medical professionals. Who have. The wherewithal. The intelligence. And the capacity. To help come up with things that solve. Medical issues. And God gives them that ability. So. This has been Anti-Bullying 101. Does the coronavirus have anything to do with bullying? Sometimes when we get locked out of stores and we get locked into our house and we don't want to go out because of fear and anxiety, we can feel bullied by the coronavirus because it's the virus that has put us in this position. And, and if we've lost control, well, we, we weren't meant to have control of this anyway. Practice some of the principles of the physical dimension, the emotional dimension, the mental dimension, and yes, the spiritual dimension. And when you combine it all, when you combine it all, it's a recipe that will knock the coronavirus Right on its ass. My name is Jim Burns. You've been listening to Anti Bullying 101. Right now, it's March 20th. Sitting here looking out my window. I just stepped outside for a moment. It's very mild out. I'm painting. I'm talking to you guys because I love you. I'm doing what I have to do to stay busy. I'll take a walk later and all I can tell you is don't worry about the weather outside because deep inside you carry your own weather around with you. I love you folks. No fear, no worry. We will get through this and it will be a thing of the past very soon. I pray that you can just relax and reduce your anxiety, stop the worrying, and do what you have to do to stay healthy yourself. Once again, my name is Jim Burns. This has been Anti-Bullying 101.